It's the Fade 5 Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, you jackwagons! Brad, the big noise happens here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. It is indeed another edition of the Feed 5 Podcast, and it is a hope day edition of the pod. Uh, we're going to get to that uh, maybe with some hockey here momentarily and some of Lundy's selections there. Uh, we're also going to have some action on the college hardwood, uh, the NBA, uh, and whatever else is really tickling our fancy. But with tickets in hand, let's have aboard the Honk Honk Plus Buzz. Lundy, what is your favorite wager? Plus 100 odds or greater. Could be today, could be tomorrow, could be looking ahead to the NFL Championship Round. What do you got already on the board? Uh, I dozed off for a second. Did you say it's hump day? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself because we're not going to have a podcast tomorrow, but it's really more Tuesday. Oh, it's a Taco Tuesday, so some crunchy take, food take, in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Stop, stop taking away my tacos from me. All right. Uh, it, as in the words of Bobby Brown, ain't nobody humping around. All right. It's Tuesday, Brad. <laughs> it it's is Tuesday. Tuesday. I admit, I'm iced in here in Central Illinois, so all the days are kind of blending together. I don't know even what the date is. Yeah, I got you. All right, uh, let's start off on the plus bust, shall we? And same can parlay ourselves with a little bit of hockey. Let's talk about the Islanders hosting the Vegas Golden Knights. The New York Islanders made a change over the weekend. Head coach, they bring in Patrick Waugh, one of the best goaltenders uh, in the history of the game. Uh, and they managed to win their debut. I say they're going to make it two in a row. Uh, under St. Patrick, and they're going to get the victory. However, to turn that into some plus odds, we're going to same game parlay them on the money line, and we're going to take the total up to seven and a half and play the under on that one. If you look at Vegas and you look at the Islanders, the Islanders have only gone up to the seven mark one time so far in the 2024 calendar. Vegas has only done it once last night. They lost 6-5 to five in overtime to the New Jersey Devils, so I don't see that happening again. Take both of these teams, a couple of good goaltenders between the pipes, and I think this will stay low scoring. So plus 105 on a same-game parlay for the Islanders on the money line and the under at 7.5. If you want to take the standard total at 6, you can do that in a same-game parlay. It'll bump it up to plus 188, but I don't want to be greedy just in case there's an empty netter down the stretch. So under seven and a half, Islanders money line, same game parlay tonight, plus 105. All right, let's fire off on a college basketball future. Who is going to win the SEC? And I say Big Blue Nation does. Give me the Kentucky Wildcats at plus 600. Uh, quite delightful juice there available at FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, you look at Kentucky. Uh, they have the ninth hardest remaining strength of schedule in the SEC. So it's a bit the easiest, in other words, because there's 14 teams in that league. So not a really daunting slate upcoming. Uh, you look on the season. And they're number three in the country to make the field goal percentage offense. And they got Big Z now on roster. Don't know who that is. Uh, the Croatian sensation at seven foot two has got across the board skills, man. He can dish, he can hit outside shots, he can beat you up inside, he can wreak havoc defensively. 
and uh, he is just getting warmed up. Uh, got his first game under the belt, and uh, now is uh, going to be there the rest of the season in Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky. So I think he's going to be a big difference for this team that loves to play at a brisk pace, and again, that can score at will. Yes, Kentucky has some flaws defensively. That's why they're number 104 nationally in EFGD, and they are projected by Ken Pomp to finish fourth in the SEC behind Auburn. Uh, Ken Pomp's got projected for 15 and three, Tennessee at 14 and four, Alabama 13 and five. Then there was Kentucky at 12 and six. Bartorvik has only given the Wildcats a 3.3% chance to take the SEC crown, but I say it's entirely doable. Here are the critical matchups upcoming. Uh, you got uh, out South Carolina tonight, uh, so they can't have a fumble there, uh, on, you know, away in that matchup against a team that is a contrast in styles. We'll have more on that a little bit later. At Arkansas, a bit of a disappointment. The must bus has been rolling on a flat, really. Uh, then Tennessee at home. At Auburn, at Mississippi State, and then at Tennessee on March 9th. If they could play above 500 in those matchups, take care of business elsewhere, they're going to firmly be in the conversation to win the SEC at a plus 600. Yeah, I'll get seduced by that juice and get sucked in on this wager because I'm a believer in Big Z. Ivasich uh, is a baller extraordinaire, and they got a ton of them on that roster with that better the board let's get after it with another edition i think it's tuesday of the fade five number five numero cinco it's time to drop some bucks on a little a bit of the puck or pucks uh, for the bucks so whatever you want to say it lundy uh, you got some more plus money on the board and oh my goodness this is a name I can actually uh, you know, really pronounce. It's kind of shocking that you threw somebody out there that wasn't a multisyllabic word that I cannot remotely spell or say. So do share. Well, here's the thing. Uh, so far, you haven't really been able to talk for the last six no, minutes. No, I haven't. I just seconds. did an hour of TV, and I'm like exhausted from that, and I can barely get warmed up. You yeah, should be really warmed should be. up at this I point. Yes, uh, let's talk about Troy Terry, uh, shall we, from your Anaheim Ducks. They will be on the pond at home this evening taking on the Buffalo Sabres. And I'm going to stay away from Troy Terry for a point because the odds, uh, it's juiced the other direction. It's not very favorable. If you want to pair him up for just a point, uh, with somebody else to get yourself into plus territory, I don't mind. But I will take this one at plus odds by itself, universally plus 110. You can find this at DraftKings. You can find it at ESPN. You can find it at Caesars. And that is Troy Terry for an apple this evening. One or more assists as they take on the Sabres. Uh, this should be a good one for Anaheim at home. But if you look at Troy Terry, first of all, uh, just you want to go recency bias? Fine. I'll play that game with you. Four assists. In his last two games, all right? So he's dishing it out, and when Anaheim's scoring, he's got a tendency to be a part of it. But even more so than that, if you go back to December 5th, ah, uh, yes, I remember 2023 well. <laughs> uh, if you go back to December 5th, he has had 18 points since December 5th. 12 of those have been assists. So 
Put it all together. You're looking at a guy that he may not always be filling the back of the net on his own, but when the Ducks have been scoring, he has been a part of it. So creative way to be able to take his points and turn it into plus odds. Take Troy Terry for an assist tonight at home against Buffalo. My gift to Brad, a name he can pronounce. Uh, Troy Terry, I can actually say that. I can't say other words for some reason on this edition of the Fade Five. Number four. Numero cuatro on the countdown today. Let's go back to the college hardwood. And on this SGP, and it's a little wacky, but come with me. Uh, if you are buying what I am selling, give me BYU, like numero uno, plus 12 and a half. They're at home in Provo with the Marriott Center taking on the Houston Cougars. I'm going to take them on the old spread of plus seven and a half and the game under 146 and a half. So uno, dos, tres, mi amigos, plus 105 at BetMGM. But Evans, you're a coward because you're not really picking a winner. No, I'm not. Uh, This game is going to be nip and tuck. I think it's going to be of the low possession variety because that is the style of Houston basketball and they force opponents to play it. Uh, The BYU loves to rev the engine. So all all the Cougs got to do is uh, lose this game by 12 or fewer points and all Houston's got to do is lose this game by 7 or fewer points. This is a really creative way to attack the SGP market in in an expected tight contest in the world of college basketball. And again, uh, that third leg on the under 146 and a half could be the kicker in this one uh, to secure the victory uh, overall. But let me give you a bit of background about BYU, uh, a team that is an advanced analytics darling, to say the least. Number eight in EFG offense, number 17 EFG defense this season. Again, a, a faster tempo team compared to the Cougs. Uh, number 121 in adjusted tempo. Really, this is a battle of the Cougs when you think about it. Uh, very good defensive rebounding team, and that is critical because here's the story with Houston. Tickle style, uh, you know, under uh, the coaching staff there of, you know, attacking the offensive glass, uh, which they always do with Kelvin Sampson coach teams. Uh, they bludgeon you defensively. Uh, they don't have any kind of really bigs. Their tallest guy is six foot seven to get significant tick. And they they just, you know, reward themselves with third or fourth opportunities on the same possession. That is a bully ball tactic they have had with resounding success in Houston in recent years. And I'll give you some background on them. Number 351 in adjusted tempo. Uh, there's a number 185 EFG offense. Again, uh, they're not an efficient scoring team, but they are numero uno EFG defense in all of college basketball. Number five in offensive rebounding percentage. They force oodles of turnovers, though they also struggle at the free throw line, netting just 67.3%, and though they are 5-2 and two in road neutral matchups. Meanwhile, BYU 10-1 and one in Provo this season in front of 17,000 full-throated fans there at the Marriott. So to recap, to recap on this SGP, BYU plus one and a half, Houston plus seven and a half, and the under 146 and a half plus one of five at BetMGM. Lundy, it's uh, it's a little crazy with this uh, construction of the SGP, but fade or follow. I need like a calculator an abacus <laughs> like old old style graphing paper hey, no team has to win that's the beauty of this we just see a tight contest and not a lot of scoring 
Yeah, um, this one's really weird. Um, and you've got, you know, we're kind of cannibalizing it. We got Cougar on Cougar Action, uh, which is actually a channel you can pay extra for uh, <laughs> if you're looking for that kind of thing. Cotton. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of like the way you middle ground this one. Uh, my question is on the total, Brad. My question yep. is on the total. I think you can middle. I, I like the idea of middling this one, especially because it's in Provo. Um, the total might be the question for me, but I think you've taken it up far enough that I can feel comfortable. I'll take your plus odds at 105. But I mean, this is this is confusing. This is really, uh, it, uh, hopefully you're consuming this on YouTube where you can see it on the screen so you can pause it and like write this shit down. Yeah. You got to sit, you got to ponder, or maybe I'm just drunk. Number three. Numero Trace here with the feed. Five countdown. Let's go to a battle in the Big Ten. Minnesota plus three and a half is a play. I'm taking them at home in Minneapolis inside the barn there against the Wisconsin Badgers. Minus 110 juice available at DraftKings. Uh, admittedly, uh, this number has come down. I grabbed it when it opened at plus five yesterday at BetMGM, and it's tumbling southward for a reason because Minnesota, they've been covering machines this year. They are number one, are the Golden Gophers, in college basketball and against the spread record, standing at a sterling 15-3 and three in that category. And they are also a bit of an advanced analytics darling uh, team that is number 36 on the season, EFG offense, number 52 in EFG defense. They're 11 and two straight up at home this season where they are 50 in EFG offense and number 69. Nice. in EFG defense. They have the size. They can beat you up inside, uh, get a lot of second chance opportunities uh, evidenced by their top ranking in the Big Ten, an offensive rebounding percentage. Uh, the downside with the Golden Gophers, and it is a little bit worrisome and expected to be tight contest. They don't shoot free throws particularly well at 67.4%. And turnovers, uh, they've coughed it up uh, uncomfortably so on occasion this season. But here's what's key. Wisconsin, yes, they're four and three road neutral games this season. Yes, uh, they're top 15 team nationally ranked, but they are number three. 26 in effective field goal percentage defense in road neutrals, which is mind-blowing considering defense is usually the M.O., of great guard coach teams, but not necessarily this year. A team that's really scoring at a brisker pace than normal uh, and really at will. I mean, they had a 90-point effort here recently. Very good rebounding team, good at free throws, but that defensive side is a major, major flaw, and I think it's going to be the difference in this one. With all that being said, the Golden Gophers plus three to half against Wisconsin. Minus 110 at DraftKings. Lundy, fair to follow. Love me some good Big Ten basketball. Love what you've got going on here. Now, uh, you're also uh, uh, you're also doing us all a favor because remember last week when I told you to stop taking road teams? Remember that one? Remember oh, when oh, we yeah. talked yeah. stay away, you know, you huh. stay away from the road teams. Gonna have some fun. Take advantage of the home crowd, right? Take advantage of the fact that these boys saw their significant other last night. You know, I mean, maybe they're in a good mood. That's all I'm saying. Uh, so, look, I enjoy the uh, home teams. Uh, I don't know anything about the Gophers or the Badgers, other than uh, if you could put two of them in a video and let Snoop narrate it, I'd watch. <laughs> Do it for Snoop. Do it for Kevin McHale. Do it for your wallet back, Minnesota. Number two.
right, Numero Dos here on the Fade 5 Countdown. Let's go to another matchup. Uh, I doubt Lundy knows anything about uh, either one of these teams either, but he does know that the home team usually covers and prevails, and that's why I'm backing the Boomer Suitors of Oklahoma in the Red River Battle against Texas. I'm going to lay the chalk there on the four and a half at a minus 110 juice available at DraftKings. Again, this line has crept up. It uh, opened at uh, three and a half universally at all the books, and overnight it ticked up to four and a half, and still I am playing it. Why Texas really on the outside looking in of the projected recent bracket big board. I'm going to have that up uh, somewhere here sometime soon, so stay tuned for an announcement there. But look at Texas. Massively disappointing have been the Longhorns this season. Just three and three road neutral games this year. And in those matchups, number 296, yikes, an effective field goal percentage defense. Yeah, they can burn the nets at times. They're shooting 37.5% from distance. But Oklahoma, an outstanding defensive team, number 10 overall in the EFG defense. They're only giving up 27.7% along the arc. And on top of that, Oklahoma 11-0 at home. They're inside the top 36 EFG offense, EFG defense. Very good rebounding team. And again, extending to the arc with those tall arms, I think it's going to be a difference in this one, trying to neutralize Max A. Smith and company. So put it all together. Give me Oklahoma minus four and a half against the Longhorns minus 110 at DraftKings. Lundy, fair to follow. Now, I, you're trying to tell me I don't... You, I have to live and breathe Big 12 basketball within the confines of my home. A little bit of a squeaker last night for your Kansas Jayhawks. Yeah, but it never it, it never should have been that close. That's why hey, I hey. tonight got me the cover. That's all I care about. And that's the under hit. That's why I alt-lined uh, to Kansas minus four and a half. So thank you, Smart. Captain Hook. Uh, I alt-lined that one and took the total down and then played the over. So it all worked out just fine for my pocketbook. Um, so that was okay. But I tell you, no depth and no perimeter defense. Uh, KU is screwed. Anyway, uh, I like this one with Oklahoma because of what they are doing at home. Um, and I... You know, there's a little chance for OU to finally get back when it comes to uh, their Big 12 play and what's happened with them with Oklahoma because you're talking about the fact that Texas has won five straight against the Sooners. Uh, it's time for Oklahoma to defend home court. So, yes, I would love to lay the four and a half in this one. I might just take the Sooners on the money line and find something else that I like a little bit better just in case Texas can keep this close. It is a rivalry. I know how good OU's been at home. If if Oklahoma won this by eight, Brad, I would not be surprised whatsoever in terms of what the Sooners can do. But again, seven of the last 10 have been won by Texas, including five straight by the Longhorns between these two. So just in case... I might actually lean into Oklahoma money line and then go grab somebody else that I like tonight to be able to pack that together, do a simple two leg, don't get crazy with it and find a way to be able to get myself a little bit more plus odds and buy the cushion just in case the Longhorns show up. Back to Sooners against UT. Okay. See what I did there? Number one. Numero uno here on the feed of five podcasts. Let's go back uh, to, uh, you know, maybe not so behemoth matchup of the Big Ten, but I like the line. And another line that is climbing skyward. Uh, open at one and a half uh, for the home favorite in Nebraska. Now it's up to three and a half for the Huskers against Ohio State. And I still feel 
uh, Nebraska is going to cover uh, Fred Hoiberg's club. Uh, really ascending right now and looking like a tournament team. My initial bracket, big board, and here it is. For the, those of you watching on YouTube, I scrawled it out there by hand. I have them projected as number nine seed, and they could add another nice win. It would be a Q1 win. It's a visiting Ohio State Buckeyes, but still one as a quadrant two, uh, which will bolster the overall profile. Minus 110 juice on that three-and-a-half line available at DraftKings. It's all about Tommy Naga time, one of my favorite players in all of college basketball. A guy is a joy to watch. So much energy, so much personality, and so much range. Ridiculous threes he makes, especially there inside Pinnacle Bank. Um, and the Huskers are, are a team that are 12-1 and one at home this season. They are number 99. Oh, okay, so-so there at EFG offense, but top 60 and EFG defense overall, number 84 EFG offense, number 45 EFG defense. Excellent free throw shooting team, which means they can slam the door on opponents late. Very good inside defensively, though defensive rebounding is a bit of a problem. So going to limit some of those second chance opportunities that Ohio State usually feasts on. Uh, the Buckeyes also very good free throw shooting team, but they struggle inside around the 10. So again, Nebraska got a box out, limit some of those easy easy buckets, uh, but you look at Ohio State, a team number 293 in Adjusted Temple in the season. They like to slow it down by comparison in Nebraska. And on the road and in road neutral games, four and three, respectable there, but number 156 in EFG offense. Um, you know, I think uh, Nebraska, they love to jack threes. 44.6% of their shots come from distance. Uh, they're way up there in the national uh, rankings in terms of assists to field goals made. So they share the sugar beautifully. And again, it's all about my boy, Toby Naga, who can get wasabi hot at times. From way downtown. So put it all together. Uh, I say the Huskers shock Ohio State. I'm going to lay the minus three and a half. Minus 110 at DraftKings. My number one play of this Tuesday, I believe. Lundy, Vader, follow. I'll follow, but let's do this. Let's just take the last two and put them together. Do exactly right. what I was talking about. Take OU just on the money line. Take the Huskers just on the money line. Plus 126. Oh, that's sexy. Like Can you it. live with that? I mean, I'm just I, I'm throwing it out there because, again, you're talking about an Ohio State team that could come in and surprise them. Uh, you, it, it could happen. And the same thing with Texas, with what we were talking about of the history between the Horns and the Sooners. So if you remove the spreads, I don't mind what you're doing with the bets individually. And this Nebraska one's climbed up by two points, which is, folks, that's significant. Okay? It's not just like, oh, it moved by Steamy. two points. That's uh, that's significant. There's some sharp money that's focusing uh, that spread to be able to move for the books. So one of the options you've got, like I said, if you want to stay away from the spread, if you put both of those together, if you want to go old school rivalry time, put OU and Nebraska on the same ticket, plus 126, did that while you were yammering on about somebody and something about wasabi. I don't, there was like some unagi roll in there. I don't know. Um, but anyway, when you were yammering about all of that, I put that together. That was plus 126. So there you go. There's an example of what I was talking about with the Sooners if you want to follow it. Oh, I can't get Tommy Dog off the mind, man. I tell you, watch him, Lundy. You're going to fall in love with his game and his outward uh, demonstrative antics that he has over the course of the game. Uh, speaking of demonstrative antics, it's bird is time uh lundy uh whether the ice uh the hardwood could be in the uh pros uh maybe you're looking ahead to the nfl championship sunday uh what else got on your card on this tuesday me amigo 
Uh, let's go back to the ice because that is where I spend most of my time, as you guys know. So let's have some fun with hockey. By the way, last night, uh, I'm flipping the double bird. I'm going Eli Manning uh, to the L.A. Kings. Um, I, I, what in the God's name is wrong with the Kings right now? Um, yeah, I need to get our buddy Dennis Bernstein on the line to try to figure out what the hell's wrong with the Kings. Um, anyway, I digress. Let me talk about some of the uh, bets that I do enjoy this evening. I already gave you that same game parlay. We talked about Troy Terry. Uh, some other guys that I like for points. This is a simple two-legger for you. Uh, at home, Montreal. Give me Cole Caulfield, who's got six, excuse me, eight points in the course of his last six games. And in fact, this is a rematch against Ottawa. They just played each other on Thursday. And in that one, Caulfield had himself a goal. So give me Caulfield for a point. And then let's stay with the early slate and let's go to the Motor City, which is on fire right now with Lions Fever. Um, everybody learning lyrics to uh, obscure Eminem songs. Uh, let's go to Dylan Larkin, who is on an eight-game point streak, 10 points in those eight five goals and five assists uh really like that one put those two together he's also got by the way dylan larkin's got points in seven straight home games that's the other reason that i like him as a part of any parlay uh this evening but if you put caulfield and larkin together you can snag that one did it uh over at DraftKings. you can grab it at a plus 128 want to get crazy with the cheese whiz the other guys who on fire right now joel farabee for the philadelphia flyers six game point streak nine points over the course of those six games and in fact he's got 14 points in the month of january so if you want to add him to larkin and to call uh, to caulfield you're going to get that at a plus 305 if you want to go three legs on that one i've just been impressed by what he's been doing um i talked about larkin with the seven games straight at home and then Caulfield, it's Montreal. He's at home. Canadians sit in middle of the pack when we're talking about uh, with standings. They can use some points and use them pretty desperately right now. If you're going to do it, do it at home. So put all of those together. Uh, really like that one. Caulfield, Larkin, Farabee, all three plus 305. Speaking of three is the magic number, the flashback for some of you. Give me three or more shots on goal for these guys. They're all names that you should know. Even Brad would know who some of these guys are. Nikita Kucherov of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Give me Kirill Kaprizov of the Minnesota Wild and then Zach Hyman of the Edmonton Oilers. If each of those guys gets three or more shots on goal, you can build this one over at FanDuel. It is a plus 132. I won't bore you with all of the details, but I can tell you the uh, advanced analytics point towards the these guys at least having three shots on goal and most of the simulations leading into tonight's action have them each at three or more so an easy way to be able to play with those guys let's go to Edmonton who's at home tonight against the Columbus Blue Jackets remember one of the new fun bets we found over at Caesars give me Edmonton to win or draw all three periods if that happens at the minus 106 over at Caesars again it's Edmonton at home and it's the Blue Jackets. And Edmonton has been, like, they're driving me nuts right now trying to predict exactly what they're going to do. But at home, they should be able to get that one done. And I don't have it in front of me right now. I'll have to go try to, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try to find it. Uh, Oklahoma City's playing Portland tonight, uh, oh, if yeah. I remember right. Uh -huh. I, don't, I don't know what the team total is for Oklahoma City, but take the over. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. I think but it's 199 and a half. No, it, it it might as well be um, at this point. But I, I I am convinced these two teams I think have played each other at least once, if not twice, already twice. this season. Okay, yep. they played each other twice, and if I'm not mistaken, the Thunder have eclipsed 130 in 
both of the meetings. And my guess is, I'm trying to pull it up right now. Give me one second. My get there you go. The Thunder over under is at 124 and a half. Take the over. Take oh, wow. the over. I think they're eclipsing 130 again. Defense is optional for the Trailblazers this season, okay? And the Thunder will get it done. Take the over on 124 and a half at DraftKings. It's a minus 105. Just wanted to sprinkle in an NBA bet for you this evening. Done on the ice. We're done on the hardwood. I hand it off to the gentleman from the fine state of Illinois. Oh, speaking of the Thunder, uh, my team Huevos Parlay play today is on that Thunder and Blazers matchup. And on this SGP, come with me if you are buying what I am selling. Give me OKC. I don't even know why I'm playing this cowardly, but I am on the reduced spread, minus six and a half. Give me Josh Giddy up a five or more assists and SGA, Shea Gilgis Alexander for 20 or more points. Uno, dos, tres, me, amigos. Believe it or not, that's plus 200 when you build that sucker at BetMGM, as I already outlined, OKC absolutely throttled, destroyed, embarrassed Portland in a pair of matchups earlier this season. I think uh, by combined margin on average of like 57 points, it was something around there in those two games. OKC 9-1 ATS on the standard line in their last 10 home games. Portland 2-8 ATS in their last 10 on the standard line away from P-Town. So love OKC minus 6.5 on that old spread. Uh, give me Giddy again. Five or more assists. He's only done this four times in January, but he's averaging 5.4 times per game this month. He's gone for 12 and 5 assists in those prior games against the Blazers in Portland on the season. The seventh most assists per game allowed. And leg numero trace, SGA, 20 or more points. Uh, Lundy, he's done this in 21 of his last 22 games. He's averaged over 30 points per game in the month of January. He had 31 and 28 points in those prior pair of matchups against Portland. And the uh, Blazers given up. The 11th most opponent points per game. So to recap, to recap, on this SGP, and I'm going to allow Lundy to get his two cents in. OKC minus six and a half. Giddy five or more assists. SGA 20 or more points plus 200 at Bet MGM. Good, sir. Are you adding another leg? No, you don't have to add another leg, but I wanted to tell you, you I, I told you to take the over at 124 and a half at minus 105 for the total. If you think they're going to eclipse 130 again, which I do, you can take at BetMGM, you can take the over at 129 and a half at plus 210. Wow. Oh, so this might be one of those escalator type bets. Take the standard line and then bump it up a couple of points, then bump it up a couple of more and sprinkle across the unit. Because again, the two finals so far this season, November 19th, 134 to 91. <laughs> January 11th, 139 277. Oh, God, that's bad. It really is. Just back OKC. That's the, the theme of the story here. Elsewhere in bonus time. Let's go back to college basketball, shall we? Uh, I love Purdue tonight. I want to lay the 17 and a half. I'm not scared of the massive line against Michigan. Now, remember, Doping Daniel is suspended for six games on the road only. Again, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, but that's what Michigan doled out uh, to their top scorers. They're going to be without his services. This game being played inside Mackey. Purdue uh, dominant at home. A 9-0 and uh, straight up this season. 13 EFG offense. 22 in EFG defense in those matchups. Uh, they're just a stellar rebounding team because of some dude named Zach Eady. Might have heard of him. 
Uh, they're going to clean up on the glass. Uh, you look at Michigan, well, the worst defensive rebounding teams in the Big Ten and really in the Power Six conferences out there. Edie may have like 15 boards and a lot of tip-in slam dunks on missed opportunities from his shooting guards in this contest. Michigan as well, number 164 in EFGD, and they were just three and six in road neutral games. They're going to lose this sucker, I feel, by 20 or more, and all I got to lay is 17 and a half. Give me the Bonnies, baby! A St. Bonaventure on the money line, plus 120 at MGM to score that victory in Pittsburgh against the other Dukies, baby, of Decane. Uh, St. Bonaventure, they got some marksmen, man. Pride, Flowers, Adams, Woods, all shooting 42% or better from way downtown this season. Uh, you look at Duquesne, just number 239 in home contests in EFG offense. Uh, not a very good three-point uh, defensive team. They're giving them 35.1% along the arc. This is kind of bad in general, and they've lost, I think, three or four games in a row. So uh, give me St. Bonaventure to score the road victory on that money line at plus 120. And let's go with the real Dukies, baby, on the SGP. Uh, last time I faded Louisville, and this is a true story, they somehow went on the road and beat the Miami Hurricanes. Yes, this Louisville Cardinals team, which is utter trash, won earlier this season on the road against a borderline tournament team in Jim Laranega's club. But I think they're going to get their heads handed to them at home tonight by the Blue Devils. So on this SGP, I'm going to take the line down just because of safety first. Minus nine and a half with Duke. And I'm going to take the total down to 140 and a half and hit that over. Put those hands together, plus 105. At bet in GM Duke four and two in row neutral games this season. Number sixty five EFG defense in those matchups. Coming off the L, I think they're going to really ride the ship and take it out on the Cardinals. And you look at Louisville five and five at home this season. They're number two eighty nine EFG offense and number three oh nine in EFG defense. Again, they suck. Uh, really, a storied school when it comes to college basketball. They have fallen on very hard times. And I think Duke, uh, again, played just kind of at a subpar level, will take out the recent angst on the home team. So loving that one there. All right, out of breath and out of time here on the Fade 5 Podcast. Uh, do London and I a favor. Would you kindly give us a rating and a review at your convenience? Give us a thumbs up as well if you're consuming this on YouTube. Also, Fade or follow us on the X, where Lundy's giving it to you. With all his free spreadsheet picks, at Nate Lundy, and I'm doing the same thing, at Noisy Huevos for the dashing and handsome Nathaniel Lundy. I'm Brad Evans. Until next time, which will be Friday, full NFL breakdown. Feed or follow, that is up to you.